It's the session where queens unite to share their light. It's the session. I'm your host, Michelle Nicole Charles. And on It's a Session, we highlight self-made boss women like today. Evie's in the building. She yes. is the winner of the first season of yes. The Four. How you doing today? I'm I am blessed. I'm doing well. I just got back into LA, ready to work, and it's a blessing to be here with you. Yes, and it's yeah. a blessing to have you. Thank you. So I like to just jump right into it. Um, so how did you find out about the four? How do you find out about the audition process? Well, a family friend, uh, he goes by the name of Larry Dotson Jr., mm-hmm. he called me one day and he was like, Evie, there's this new singing competition show called The Four. Now, I know you don't do singing competitions, but I think you might want to send a video in for this one. It's the first season. Um, it's brand new. So this will be a really good thing for you to do. And I was like, Larry... I don't know. You know how they do on these competition shows. They kind of already have who they want to win. And I just didn't know. I didn't know if I wanted to take myself through that. I had auditioned for American Idol, X Factor, The Voice, and I've always got to know. Always got to know. So this that was going to be one of my questions. Like, was this your first attempt ever to audition to any kind no. of show? Wow. So you've done this several yes, times. Yes, several times. So here's my thing. How did you... Be like, all right, I'm gonna try this again. Cause anybody would be like, you know what, I give up. This is not working for yeah. me. Like, what made you be like, you know what, you know, I'm gonna go for it again? Well, I'm a woman of faith and I believe that everything happens for a reason. And Larry Dawson hadn't contacted me all like ever since I had moved from Memphis that year. And I was just like, okay, maybe this is something that I really should do, especially because this show is, this is the first season. I get to meet, I get to sing in front of Diddy, Megan Trainor, DJ Khaled. I was like, man, this might be something for me to look into. And so I went ahead on and sent my video in that day. And I talked, well, first of all, let me take you back. He called me and told me, you know, audition for this show. I was like, no. But he contacted, he hooked me up with the executive producer of the show. Well, one of the executive producers of the show. And she talked to me, Nicole Marion, she talked to me and she just gave me a full rundown of the show, the concept of the show, how I will be a challenger coming in to challenge the four, one of the four. And I said, okay, I kind of like this show. It's basically you fighting, you proving that you deserve to win. And it was so crazy because about two months later, I hadn't heard from the producer. So I was like, okay, I I didn't make it. This was one of those you know, one of those little auditions where you send in a video, they don't look at your stuff. But she contacted me. She emailed me back by mistake responding to that video two months later. And I was like, okay. Wait, what do you mean by mistake? Like she didn't mean to so email So she you? didn't mean to. She didn't mean to. So the her email the next two within the next two months was basically saying, Oh my goodness, I did not get this at all. I'm, I I did not get it. And I was like, oh my goodness. I can't, first of all, I can't even believe that you responded two months later. Right. And then she asked me, she said, well, since I saw your email now and it's been so far, I mean, it's been so long, do you have anything you want to send in? I didn't even respond to the email. I turned my camera on, I put my makeup on, and I recorded like three audition videos of me singing cover tunes. And the next morning, she texted me and she was like, 
you are amazing. She said, I will be presenting you to the executive producers of the show tomorrow. And I was like, oh my goodness. Just like that. Just like that. Mm. And then probably about a week and a half later, they were they sent me a flight ticket to audition in front of uh, the executive producers in person. And after that, I left. I went back home. I was praying so, so much because I was like, Lord, you brought me this far. They done sent me a ticket to Hollywood. I'm auditioning now. Was that your first time in Hollywood? No. Okay. No. But... After that, I was just praying that whole week at home. I was praying. My family was praying. My mama and my grandma definitely were praying. And a producer, my producer that they had assigned me was Grant Greeley. He contacted me and he was like, Evie, we want you to come to Hollywood. We want you to audition on the show. And when I got that message, I was just like, thank you, Jesus. Because at this point in my career... At that point, I was on tour, and I was just hustling, always hustling, singing back up to make money all over the world. And that's how I would pay my bills as young as I am. I did not go to college, and I was just like, I, I have to do something. But the four really made, made my life just so much, just completely different from what I was used to. I sang all the time. I traveled and toured all the time. I'm, I'm about that life, but... Mm-hmm. Being in front of the camera and on tour, I mean, being in front of the camera, being on national television, first of all, being on national television, I was just like, this is something completely different. The the rehearsals, the blocking, the makeup, the everything, the hours of recording the show, Mm. all of that was just so new to me. But yeah. So how was the audition process? Were you nervous? Like, how many steps? Because I know for American Idol, it's like seven different levels. Like, yeah. You got auditioned like 10 times. Yeah. How was it for that? Well, for me, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure about, like, how everybody else does their audition. Um, but I auditioned. I sent in my video. And then they sent me a ticket, and I had to audition in person. But those were my two... Those were my... So it was just those yeah, two things. Yeah, those two things for me. And I think it was... Well, of course it was because Jesus is my Lord and Savior. But when I auditioned for The Voice and X Factor and American Idol, the process was like... It was multiple processes that you had to go through. Multiple people that you had to audition in front of. Like, like you said, seven or eight. Like seven or eight but for the four I had to just my main audition to really get me on the show was the audition in person so I was very I was extremely nervous because I wanted them to put me on the show and I didn't know I was you know I'm black I'm a black female young female artist and you know being black and saying I want to do music and I want to sing you know sometimes on TV sometimes you just don't know you just don't know what will happen you just don't know you just don't know. So I was extremely nervous. I didn't know what they were looking for. Right. I just knew what I had and what I've been doing all my life. And so I went in that room and I did exactly what I've been doing my whole life. Yes, yeah. I love that. I love that. So how did you feel when you found out you got selected? Like, how, where were you? Like, did you get the phone call? Like, was it right there on the spot after the audition? So I was back in Memphis. I was back in Memphis. I had left my audition in person. And I went back home, and I was home for about five days. And 
the producer, Grant Greeley, called me. He called me. He said, Evie, we want you to come and audition on the show. And I was just screaming up and down because I was really at a point where I was like, this really is make or break for not only my life, but for my career. Absolutely. So, I, yeah. <laughs> so how was it like performing in front of such big heavy hitters, the Diddy's <sighs> and the Megan Trainer and... <sighs> performing it, well, I'm going to just say specifically when I walked on that stage and saw Diddy sitting right there with the rest of the panel, I was just like, oh my goodness, this is, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And so I just really got in my zone and I was like, Evie, it's too late for you to back down now. Like, you you have to get on this stage and not only show these people that you can sing, but you have to perform for your life. And so he really, just being on that stage in front of Diddy and Megan Trainor and DJ Khaled, it just gave me the, the motivation to just do things I've never done before, go to great lengths to save my life. And that's why I love The Four and why God put me on that show because it was such... The concept was so real, and it's like, in in reality, that's really how it is. If you're not doing your part, it is very easy for somebody who does love what they do to come in and steal your place. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. So it's safe to say that, what, Diddy's your favorite, was your favorite judge? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, they all are my favorites, but Diddy, I mean, you just cannot not love Diddy. You see what I'm saying? I know. He's a businessman. He's yes. been about his business. He's been in the game for years. I mean, so has the other, yes. people, other judges as well. But I get it. I get yeah. it. I mean, come on, Biggie, all, his track, yes. his track list Expert. is phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. What was the best advice any of the judges gave you? Diddy told me when I first got my seat on the floor, he said, well, I asked him, I said, Diddy, is there, is there anything you want to tell me? Any advice you want to tell me for next week, which was the following week was going to be the finale show. And I had asked him if he had any advice for me. And he said, Evie, don't get too comfortable. Mm. Don't get too comfortable. And I feel like that's just what life, period. Yes. You know, you can't get too comfortable. No. Because the minute you become comfortable, that's it. It's just like yep. a plateau. Yes. You're not moving. You yes. know, you're like, all right, I'm content mm -hmm. with where I'm at in life. Yeah. So yeah. that's great advice. Yeah, he told me don't get too comfortable. And in all of my interviews and everywhere I go, every, all the people I talk to, I let them know how important it is to not get too comfortable mm -hmm. because this business is the most unpredictable business <laughs> of them all. You yeah. just never, you never know what's gonna happen. You never know when your next show is, who who you're gonna be talking to when your next interview, but. Just even with the music and charting and releasing music, I just released my new single, How Do You Feel? Mm -hmm. Even with that, you just, you just, this is just a business where you cannot get comfortable. You cannot, for your own sake, don't get comfortable. Because when you get too comfortable, it's almost like putting your own self in a box and limiting, limiting your own abilities and your own skills and talents. So when he told me that, it really clicked. It clicked automatically. And, and, and it was just like, this next show, you really have to just go out here and perform for your life. Do things that you've never done before. Yes, yeah. I love that. So how do you feel about your new single? When are we going to expect the music video? What? You, <laughs> We're ready. We're you ready. Can, the, the music video and everything, all of that is in the works right now. But how do you feel? Oh, my goodness. My very first single that I've released in life, period. Oh, how do you feel? It's just... 
is so near and dear to my heart, not only just because it's my first single, but because it's a ballad. And a lot of people don't release ballads no. as their first single. Mm -hmm. And me being 21, I recorded the song. And the, well, let me just tell you, the song was written years and years and years ago. And I listened to the demo of the song and I was just like, I can sing the mess out of this song with all my pain and passion, especially because I just went through this like not even a year ago. I really love that song and it really it really made me cry the first time I, lis I listened to it. And I wanted my single to be something that not only people could listen to, but something that people could resonate with and something that people could understand and feel. I wanted a song that moved on people. Like when you hear this, you automatically get chill bumps from your from your arm going down to your legs. Like I wanted something like that. And how do you feel? When I was recording this song, I was in the booth like crying and I was bawling because I really wanted how I felt to get through and I wanted people to listen to it. Yeah. I love the passion yeah. and I can hear the passion when you were singing it yes. and and I heard like when I was listening to your, your single it sounds like it was influenced by gospel as well yeah like it's just beautiful well the gospel the gospel is gonna be in all of my songs no matter what I sing soul music is gonna be in everything that I do but yeah would you ever do a gospel album? Just of course, Lord's willing. Later down the line, I will do. I have. I have to do a gospel album. Okay, I see that. I yeah. see that. I think you'll kill that for sure. Thank you. Um. So, would you like to collab with anyone? Like maybe like Diddy. Yes. Or, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, Diddy actually produced. He produced. How do you feel? What? Yes, he produced How Do You Feel, and that was an amazing experience. I mean, being in the same room with him alone is amazing, but him being in a session with you is just like... How's that? How's that? Explain. Mind-blowing. I want to know. I want to know. It is mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing because for somebody like P. Diddy with so much clout, and he is the expert of hip-hop. He is the music mogul of hip-hop of music period and for him to be in the room with me and to just talk to me and give advice to me it's just something that not a lot of people get not a lot of people but legends get and just being with him you see people like Nas and Mary J Blige and Naomi Campbell and Snoop Dogg I went in a session with him and Snoop Dogg was just sitting at the table in my session and I was just like this is this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and every single interview, every session, everybody I've met has always just been a once-in-a-lifetime type thing because I'm just so blessed. I am so blessed. God has me on this. I call it a miracle journey. I call it a miracle journey because where I came from, you wouldn't think that I would be here today, but I am. Mm. What makes you say that? What happened? What's going on? Like I mean, well... You know, I grew up in the hood. I'm, my whole family is from Orange, Orange Mound, Memphis, um, Tennessee. Orange Mound, Tennessee. But I grew up in North Memphis. And, you know, you just... I'm the youngest of seven. My mom, I just saw my mom work day in and day out for us to provide for us. And just always being around gangs and drugs and just so much that will bring, that would bring you down. My mother, my mother and my father always instilled in me, keep God the center of your life. Keep him first. And you just, you just never... 
you have so many people in your community that'll just look at you and say, oh, she not going to be nothing. She got big dreams, but, but she not going nowhere. Yeah. You know, but my mom, my family, the love, it was the love that really kept me grounded and the love of God and the grace and the mercy that he had with me and my family that kept me going. I always would think, I don't know why I love music so much. I don't know why I keep going on these tours out the country and I'm just 18 and 19 years old, but God had always had had music in my heart where I just, I felt like it was going to happen for me. Nothing, nothing, no matter what, what lengths, no matter what I went through, no matter how bad the storm was, no matter how bad it rained on my parade, I always, for some reason, just said, I'm going to make it. I will not give up on myself because once I once I get too comfortable with myself, nothing will happen. And I don't want nothing to happen for my life. I want things to move, not just for me, but for my family, for my brothers and my sisters and for my mom. And my, my father passed away when I was a little girl. But, you know, I just I want things to happen for my city because it's so many young women, young black women like me. It's so many of us that have so many talents and we're blessed with so many gifts that God has given us specifically, individually. And it's always because we live. We still in the hood where we feel like, oh, we're going to be here forever. You're not going to be there forever. You're really not going to be there forever. It is your faith. It is you that really put the limit on your life. The sky the sky is not the limit. You, your mind is your own limit. Yeah. Yes, you better <laughs> preach. You better preach. Yes. And all that is facts. You yes. know, all that is facts because people tend to put limits on themselves because mm-hmm. of fear. Yes. You know, they're like, fear. fear is your biggest thing that can fear. hold you back, you yeah. know? And they're worried about what other people are going to think about yes. them or not being able to complete their goals. Yes. And it's just like, you got to get it together. Yes. Have faith. Believe in believe. what? Believe in yourself. Believe. You know? You got to believe. And, and know that the Lord got your back. Because he does. And I mean, and I think honestly, a lot of, because of the world we live in, it's always about the self. It's about, I mean, taking selfies and we, we post pictures so that other people can see them. And we do things now in today's, my generation, we do a lot for other people. But just going back to where when the world was even created, when any of us were even created, God, play, I mean, each and every single one of us were individually designed by the Lord himself. And a lot of times we forget who God is and we forget who, what, what he's going to do in our lives. And we forget the purpose that he's already given us before we were even, before we even knew our names, what he had, what the destiny that he had already given us. And Honestly, looking back, that is what kept me going. That's what kept me going. And being so young, you know, you go to church, you hear your mom and your father tell you who Jesus is and you hear them talk about him and but you don't really you don't really understand fully until you get in that moment in your life where you really are just this is make or break this is my breaking point where your account is in the negative by hundreds of dollars where you don't have you can't pay your car insurance you can't pay your car no car about to get repo god put you in that position so that he can bring you out but he has to take you to limits like that Mm -hmm. and i've been my family my mom we've all been in links like that but if it were not for those times 
where I am right now, I would not appreciate what it feels like to meet somebody like Diddy and what it feels like to work with Megan Trainor and write songs with me. I mean, I've written songs with pop star Megan Trainor, and I think about stuff like that and I'm blowing my own mind because it's like God is using me in my story for my good. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Wow, that's amazing (laughs) and very powerful. Thank you. I respect that. I respect you. you. That's beautiful. We're going to take a quick music break. We'll be back more with Abby McKinney, season one winner from The Four. In the meantime and in between time, check out these tunes from all female artists. Put You On by Amber Mark featuring Dram. Make It Out Alive by Now featuring Sir. And Girls Need Love by Summer Walker is going to be up next. You are listening to It's a Session on Dash Talk X. Enjoy these tunes. Like I said, we'll be back more with Evie from Season 1 Winner. And we're going to play her single too. So make sure you guys stick around for that as well.
Yes, way to uptown My Dominican diamond know the way I get down See, I'm the big beds, long dreads, big braids On my way to you, Bed-Stuy, J-Train Riding L-I-T-G, cause she wrecked Long Island Shout out, big bitch, my muscle brother and heart Took me to the fish spot, where I beg for your pardon And I gave you my number, and I'm glad that you called me Yeah
this when we care so much We never plan to get our hearts involved I just hope that we're listening to It's a Session on Dash Talk X, and I'm your host, Michelle Nicole Charles. Our special guest is season one winner of The Four, Evie McKinney. She's here to tell us all about her journey. Let's get into it. So what age did you discover your voice? Oh, I've been singing oh, since forever. I don't even know if I have any particular age when I say this is when I started, but I guess I'll probably, if I had to think, maybe like two or three. I was really young, and I just, ever since I could remember, I've just always loved to sing. Always. So who who would you say is your biggest supporter? 
My biggest supporter? Oh, I got so many. My family, my, all of my, I'm the youngest of seven. So, and I, I have four brothers and two sisters. They are my biggest support system. My mama, my grandma, they are all my biggest support system. My church family, my whole city, to be honest, everybody who knows me has always supported me. And for the fact that I've always just stayed true and I've always stayed on the same path since I was a little girl, I've always known I would be a huge superstar one day, Lord's willing. And God willing, whenever God says that I'm ready, I, I'm going to be ready. And the four, when I got on the four, I think that was a time in my life when I really came, I came to my senses and I said, okay, Jesus, this is what you got for me. This is what I'm, this is something, this is the start of something amazing. And yeah. Have you ever doubt yourself throughout the career, pursuing your career? Have you ever had doubt? Like, you know what? This isn't for me or I don't want to do this anymore. Yes. I have had, I've, oh, I've been faced with so much doubt, so much temptation to just say, you know what? I'm going to give up. I'm going to go to college and I'm going to just do something that that's just going to pay the bills. But exactly. <laughs> but I think every time I got to that point, God always just said, you know, you feeling like this now, but that's just not you. That's really just not you. And Sometimes doubt can really get you to a point where you really, where giving up really is your only option because it's so, it's the devil is on you so tough and he's telling you how you're not going to make it and everything you do. Like when I did audition for American Idol and The Voice, I kept getting no. I kept getting no every single time. You're talking about I auditioned for these shows probably about nine times. Wow. A lot, a lot. I I mean, and I just kept getting no. And I would do the same thing. I would go up doing Aretha Franklin, Tina Turner. Uh, I would sing Respect and all of that. And I would always get no. They would say, you are too young to be singing all that soul music. You're too young to be, to be so old. You're too young for that. But when I got on the floor, I did the same thing. I really... I did the same thing, Tina Turner and Aretha Franklin. And it is so, it's so crazy because when you get on these shows, they kind of already have an outline of what they want you to sing. But it was just God on my side. He had people to pull for me. And yeah. Did I answer your question? I don't even remember what I asked. Dale. Oh, let me see. I'm going to try to think of it. I'm going to try to think of it. I'm going to try to think. Yes, I, I really, I've been faced with doubt. Doubt has looked me in my face, stared me down and said, you are not, this is too hard for you. You're not strong enough for this. It's too, all of these, being a black woman in the industry, Girl. you're going to have to have sex with people and you're going to have to do this. But God didn't do that. He made a way for me. Yeah. He made a way for me. And I feel like, honestly, he made the four just for Evie. And, and not just because, you know, 
I came in on a fifth episode, but because of what I've been through in my life and being on this journey in my life, going from Memphis, Tennessee, touring all over the world, singing backup for people like Bobby Rush and William Bell. I mean, you probably don't know them, but these are Southern legends who have sang the blues since they were my age. But God really made a way for me. And for some reason, although doubt told me that I was not going to make it, I always wanted to be bigger than my fear. I always wanted to be bigger than people who said I'm not going to be nothing. People would tell me, you're dreaming too big. You really need to do this. You need a plan B. You need a plan C. I've always felt like if if I tell myself I need a plan B, then that mean I don't believe in my plan A. And if I don't believe in my plan A, then that mean I'm going to need a plan B. You see what I'm saying? But I've always believed in myself. I've always believed in it. And the reason why I've believed in my music more than anything in the world was simply because I've always done it. Mm -hmm. I've always done it. It is me, my music. This is just who I am. This is just who I am. How did you get those opportunities to go on tour so young? Jesus. (laughs) I mean, I was, I looked. I looked. I looked for work. And I had to look for work because unlike my other classmates who went to college, I didn't go to college. When I graduated from from college, two days after my graduation, I moved to New York City with my brother, Gideon Luke. And I started touring around the world with his band, Gideon Luke and the People. And we would sing funk and soul and rock music. And we would sell out all the festivals, the Lilac festivals, all the festivals up north in New York City and Asbury Park. We went to London, just all over. And within that time, I met so many amazing people behind the scenes who were in charge of different tours. But to answer your question, I looked. I looked for work. I looked for it. And when you look for it, when you don't get too comfortable and when you look for it, it will come to you. God will. That's what God wants you to do, just like how he wants you to look for him. Look for your work. Look for things that you want to do. Look look for a way to pay your bills. If you don't want to work a regular job, then look for a different way out. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. A lot of people think, be like, well, why does this not happen? You got to do the work. You have to do you know the what I'm work. Saying? Like God is going to guide you yes. and help you, but you got to do have, something. Yes, you have to do your part. And a lot of times we wait. We we sit back and we say, okay, well, I'm going to wait and see what, what happens. I'm going to wait and see if something comes to me. I was always looking for a gig. I was always calling somebody to look for a gig. And before I got on the four, it was just so amazing how it worked out in my favor. The first time I had been canceled on the tour, I'd already been on the tour, but he had called me, the director, Boo Mitchell, he called me. He said, Evie, we we can't have you back on this tour. We can't have you. We can't afford you. And that same day was the day when Nicole Marion, the executive producer of Fox, she she emailed me. That was the same day she emailed me. And I was like, OK, I see, Lord, you're going to you're going to close the door and open, open another, another one, one. just yes. like that. Yes. And I really and, and it really is because I looked for it. I was looking. I was looking for another way out. Love that. Yeah. What else do you have? Like any new dreams that you want to accomplish? Or, uh, well, soon, Lois willing, I'm in the works right now recording my album, and oh, my album is gonna be so so good. But I guess my biggest my biggest dream is to just reach young people and people my age, people 
all over the world who don't know Jesus and to just tell them my story and to just motivate them and inspire them to get up and look because once you get up and look and once you get up and say you know what I'm not just going to wait for nobody to do something for me. I'm going to do something for myself right now while I have the time. I want people to just get up and go. Just get up and go. You're on the right show because this is what this show is all about. (laughs) Yes. Inspiring and motivating and telling your journey to young women who aspire to be, you know, just like you. Yes. Um... Do you have any tips or advice for, you know, young, inspiring artists? I know you mentioned not to be comfortable, but is there anything else that you'd like to let them know? Oh. I would say work harder than anybody that is on your team. And I'm not talking about physically. Work harder mentally. Because it's, this industry really would tear you apart. It would rip you apart. It's so many demons and so many people that will tell you so many different things and pull you so many different ways. But stay grounded. Keep God the center of your life because God is the one that is speaking for you in these meetings when you're not there. He's speaking for you on behalf of He's speaking on behalf of you and keep talk to him. Keep, please keep your relationship open with him. That is the most important thing I've done in my whole life was talk to God. And it's, I'm not, I'm a sinner just like everybody else that was born. We all are sinners, but God does not, he just does not. That's, he don't get with it. He gets with who he made you. And he made you the way he made you for his glory and for him him alone and so I would just say look deeper seek God and when you seek God it's so many blessings that will come to you because I cannot tell you how I was how I've been praying I've always prayed since I was a little girl and I've always taken big 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 dreams to him dreams of having I mean, it may seem very, you know, selfish or it may seem a little, you know, crazy. But when I had 5,000 followers on my Instagram, I will never forget this day. And I was like, maybe this is wrong to ask God for followers. But I said, Lord, please, I want to have a blue check mark by my name. I want to have thousands of and thousands of followers who will follow me. And look at me now. I am at 236,000 followers on Instagram. And to some people who have millions, that may not seem like nothing. But to me, I am so grateful and so blessed to have my followers. So I would just say again, keep God the center. And for that reason, when you keep him the center, nothing and nobody can keep you away from him. Anything that you do in your life, you will always stem back to God. No matter where you go, no matter who you meet, no matter what song you sing, it will always stem back to Jesus Christ. And that is who I stand for. Not just because he is God, but I stand with him because of the things that he's done in my life, girl. I cannot tell you this is my miracle journey. This is really my story. And nobody can tell this story the way I the way I can. But I will tell you, in all honesty, God is the reason why I am here today. And I will never not give him the credit. I'm not taking the credit for it. He is using me. And 
He's using me because I talked to him. I didn't have I didn't have thousands of dollars. I didn't have no money. Basically, you know, I was always I was always going and going and going. But one thing that stayed the same was that I kept God center of my life, and I will always keep Him center of my life in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yes, I love that. I love Thank that. You. How do you deal with haters? Oh, do you is, let it? Do you let like let's say I'm sure people write negative comments all the time. You know, do you let it get into your head? Like, I mean, I hate to bring up the whole Cardi B yeah. Nicki Minaj situation, mm-hmm. but yeah. like obviously, you know, there's some hate in between yeah. it. Someone said a comment, and then she took it to the next yeah. level. You know, and she, she reacted by yeah. trying to fight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how do you keep yourself grounded and not clapping back and and dealing with that? I learned. I, and I learned this, I learned this the hard way because when I first started rising and when people really started following me, I would read almost every little comment because I just wanted so badly for people to like me. And I wanted so bad for people to say, oh, my, you're so beautiful. You're so this and you're so that. But at the end of the day, you can, you just cannot, Please you can't. You cannot please everybody. And it has nothing to do with you. It's just people grow up differently and they see things differently. And you have to learn. I had to learn that every action does not require a reaction from you. People are going to say mean, evil, stupid things. And most of the things are going to be all. Everything about me has just been like lies. But you look at this stuff. And you just like, this just another day. This, I mean, haters gonna hate, but lovers are always gonna love as well. So it's it's really just what you decide to focus your energy on. And I had to learn that who I stand for and who I am, I'm not somebody where I want to please everybody. That's not why I'm here. I don't I can't please everybody. Right. right. So I had to learn just just stay stay focused on who you are and what you are doing because people are going to talk all the time. People are going to hate on you. And sometimes I learned that you you don't even have to have anything for somebody to just look at you and say, I don't like her. And yeah. they don't even know you. Yeah. They don't even know you. So with that being said, you cannot make somebody like you. And at this point in my life, seeing how much God is blessing me, I will not, I don't want to make nobody like me. The people who do like me and love me, I thank God for those. And people who don't like me, I thank God for those too, because they keep me going and they keep me motivated and they keep me inspired. And they, they really just give me that extra. Oh, you you yep. know, you got to Now, you know, you got to do it 10 times harder than yep. what you were going to do it before. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love that you use that as motivation yes. instead of being like, "Oh, why me?" You know, being a yes. victim and feeling attacked. You're like, "All right, mm-hmm. let me show you something real quick." Yes. Hey, hey, and I'm gonna give you a reason. Exactly, to hate. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna give you a reason to hate. I'm gonna give you a reason to hate me even worse because. But just now, since since you think, since you said something and you think I'm the way I, I'm the way you think I am. I'm going to really show you who I really am. Yes, I yeah. love, I love. So what's next? When is your album dropping? Can you guys have a date yet or what? The date is still in the works. Okay. But honestly, if I were to drop an album right now, I think all the songs that I've recorded right now would be a good lump of 
amazingness. And it'll be something that young people especially would listen to and just be like, she's a new young artist, but this girl is really speaking and spitting knowledge. So I but, music with substance, my favorite. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, I mean my music has a lot of substance. I love it. Any features that we're gonna be, or is this a secret hush hush? Like, <sighs> tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean Megan Trainer is featuring on one of my yes. songs. Well, she's singing back up. She wrote, she wrote two songs with me, and for me to be a writer on a song that she also wrote, co-wrote, is just something that I really just. I take it. It's so adorable to me because before the four, I listened to her Thank You album all the time. And to be an artist that she worked with and that she loves, and she would love to tour with me. And I'm just like, Lord, I don't know what you have for me. You know, I don't know who, but whatever, Lord, I'm I'm thankful for it and I'm grateful for it. But my album will be probably the most lit album of 2018. Yeah. Let's get yes. into existence. Yes. I live. Yes. <laughs> well, I want to say thank you so much for coming thank on the show. You, for you are me. amazing spirit. Thank I feel your energy. You. It's great. You're gonna thank go far you. with that energy. Yes. And you're talented. Yes. Do your thing, girl. And yes. how can we find you on social media or websites or whatever? Drop yourself, plug yourself, girl. Yes. <laughs> you can follow me on my Instagram and my Twitter at Evie E-V-V-I-E underscore music. And you can follow me on my Facebook at Evie McKinney. Please follow me. I'm always posting. If you ever need spiritual encouragement, anything, follow me. Yes, follow me, follow me. Please be on the lookout for my album. Also, I just released my very first single, How Do You Feel? It is available on all platforms. Please make sure you go and listen to that right now. You will not regret it. I promise you won't. Actually, let's drop the record right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Evie McKinley's first single, How Do You Feel? Check it out. Every day I sit with you, talking about nothing. Watch the game and run, cheer for your team. Laughs at all your jokes even when they're not funny. Cause all I want to know is that you care.
such a beautiful voice. That track right there was produced by P. Diddy himself. That's Evie's first single, How Do You Feel? Stream it, download it. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful song. Thank you for listening to It's the Session. I'm your host, Michelle Nicole Charles. You're listening to Dash Talk X. And feel free to follow It's the Session's page at it's underscore the session. Feel free to follow me as well, Michelle Nicole Charles, M-I-C-H-E, 1-1-E-N-I-C-O-L-E. And I'm going to close the show with a track by Melly. The song is called Believe in Me. Catch you guys next time. Melly. Flights from New York to LA I saw how things can change my view on life and been the same